Today on episode number 620 of the School of Podcasting, Iliquity from the Travel Gluten-Free Podcast puts the ask for a free booth strategy to the test and reports back. If you don't know what that is, check this out. It's a great way to grow your audience. Speaking of growing your audience, someone got a big boost from a print magazine. You'll find out who. And also, speaking of growing your audience, did you know Siri can help you get subscribers? I'll show you how. And we answer our question of the month. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting. With Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson. Thanking you so much for tuning in. This is where I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you face your fears and flatten that learning curve and get you going in the right direction with your podcast. I've helped. I thought about this today. I bet I have helped more podcasters than any other podcast consultant. If you think about it, I've been doing this since 2005. I've had members after member after member at the School of Podcasting. And after working two years now at the largest media hosting company for podcasts, Libsyn, where I help hundreds of people a week, I've definitely helped more podcasters, I think, than anybody else on the planet. And I would love to help you launch your podcast. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, when you sign up on either a monthly or yearly basis. Today, we usually start off with kind of a because of my podcast story. Today, we're also going to talk about some ways you can grow your audience. And this one is a little bit of both. Hey, Dave, this is Mark Miller with the Repurpose Your Career podcast. I had the interesting story of this month. My podcast is the premier podcast, or better, the only podcast that does deals with baby boomers and careers. And I was doing pretty good. I was getting about 2,500 downloads a month. And then the beginning of this month, the beginning of the month of May, I was in the AARP magazine. Yes, a print magazine which goes out to about 24 million people. Well, I've gone from 2,500 downloads to about 10,000 plus this month. It has exploded. And my average episode was going to about 350 downloads in a month. My last couple have hit 1,200 in the first week. So getting in a paper magazine is a good way to promote your show. I thought I let you, I thought you would find that interesting. Thank you for sharing that so much, Mark. Goes again to show you, you never know what's going to work with growing your audience. You kind of go where your target audience is. And Mark's probably like me going, AARP, not sure many podcast listeners over there. Well, apparently they are. And as the quote, older generation gets older, we're going to find, I think, that that stereotype of an older person that doesn't know a thing, you know, that has the flashing 12 on their VCR. That may be a dying myth as the older generation, well, is going to start dying off. And, you know, the, the people that are now, you know, 60 are not the same people that were 60, 20 years ago. So that's an interesting story. Thank you so much for sharing that. You can find him over at career pivot, dot com or everything I talk about today you can find at schoolofpodcasting.com slash six two zero. And speaking of getting booked, let's talk about podcastguests.com slash SOP. 
This is a free resource. It's super simple. This is how it works. They send out a weekly email to over 4,000 people with opportunities for guests. In other words, it's like, here's a bunch of people that are looking to be on a podcast. All you do is you fill out a simple form to show your interest in relevant podcasts. You get booked and you grow your audiences. Here's an example. Discover Your Talent podcast. They had a total of 43 guest responses and 27 of those were within 24 hours. The All Things Risk podcast had 26 responses. The Power Up podcast had 25 responses and the Leadership Laughter also had 25 responses. So if you're a person that's pulling out their hair, trying to find the right guests, check out podcastguest.com slash SOP. And if you're a person that's looking to grow your audience, then simply go over to podcastguest.com slash SOP and start getting on other shows. Because think about it, when you're on another podcast, that person has something you want. And that is people who already understand podcasting. They already have an audience. They have an audience that knows how to listen to a podcast. So check it out. Podcast, that's singular, podcastguest.com slash SOP. And thank you so much for being a sponsor of the School of Podcasting. Way back on episode number 474, back of the day, some guy named Glenn the Geek Hebert came on my show for the first time. And I always direct people to this. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash Glenn, that's two N's, G-L-E-N-N, and the number one, that'll take you to this episode. But I pulled out a clip from this, and this is a great idea that I don't want to take any credit for this. This is all Glenn, and I've told numerous people to try this. And if you weren't around for that episode, here's the idea. Biggest piece of advice I can give anybody looking to get sponsors on their show. We knew that there was this trade show. We had gone to this trade show as a buyer when we owned our tack business. It's, it's called ADA. It's the American Equestrian Trade Association. It happens twice a year in Philadelphia. It's where the wholesalers and the manufacturers meet the retailers, not open to the public. This is a closed show. And I kind of knew them. They kind of knew me because we had gone years before. But I basically called them up and said, look, we want to be the official radio network. This is early on. Now, seven years ago, we had like two shows. I want to be the official radio network of the American Equestrian Trade Association. You pay our booth, we'll pay our way, but we will do a radio show from your from your show. And we'll get some of the manufacturers over to highlight their new products. It's a win for you because you're they're paying to have a booth and you're giving them extra, you know, clout, extra bonus. You're giving them free advertising on the horse radio network. And they said, "Okay, that sounds like a plan. All we have to do is give you a booth, right?" And they used to give us the booth that was whatever was left. <laughs> so we would, we would move around, but it was always pretty good booths, actually. They've been very good to us. I got to give uh, them props. Uh, Ada has been very good to us over the years. And now we have a prime spot because we do our live show from there on Monday morning when we're there. It, it continues through Monday. We do our live show and we have 15 of their manufacturers over to do little three or four minute segments on the newest products coming out in the market, on the ones that our listeners haven't seen yet, haven't heard about yet. And it's great. Now the manufacturers want to talk to us. They're leaving notes on our, on our, in our booth saying, we want to be on your show. We want to be on your show. We got this new hot product. So it's changed from us walking around explaining what the heck a podcast is six years ago to everybody in the place to now them wanting to come over and be on our show. 
if you have a trade show like that in your area, all you have to do is call and talk to them. It's probably going to be easier than you think to get in because nobody's thought of doing that. And say, you want to be the radio network for that. So now we're the radio network for this show for the last six years. 70% of our advertisers have come from that show. Well, fast forward to 2018. And if you take a look at the Travel Gluten Free podcast, you can find that at travelglutenfree.me. My buddy Illiquity, regular listener to the Ask the Podcast Coach show on Saturday mornings and now member of the School of Podcasting, she found a pretty large gluten free expo, which is right up her alley. And gave this idea a shot. I contacted the expo and I asked them for a free booth. And they said they weren't able to do free because they tra- the place charged them 200 bucks. They did give it to me at cost. Um, and I got free tables and chairs, which was pretty cool. And it was over a thousand people. It was from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And literally we had people at our booth 24-7, except for maybe 15 minutes of the entire day. So I hired, um, I had two of my girlfriends who were really supportive, helped me with the booth. And parts of the day, I walked around and talked to vendors and told them what I was doing. And everybody was super excited about being interviewed, including um, Sprouts. I think it was like uh, Dan's Natural Foods, which are two big uh, stores in our area. And so I was, I got a lot of really great positive feedback. I had two um, people come over for an interview during the conference just because it was so busy. I would have had more people come over. And I also had one company email me two days after the conference and said, hey, we weren't able to get to your booth. We'd love to still be interviewed. So I would definitely recommend if you are a podcaster going to an expo or a conference that is your niche market, um, because this was a gluten-free expo, which every, everybody there obviously was not eating gluten. It was eating gluten-free foods. And so another thing that attracted people, which was really interesting, was that they were looking, they saw this, this that it said travel. And so they were coming over because it's really hard to travel if you're gluten-free. You're not allowed to eat. There's not a lot of things you cannot eat or there's not safe to eat. And um, a lot of people like myself get really sick and that would really ruin your vacation. So um, they literally came up to me and said, I came over to your booth because I saw the word travel. And so I have a really big like excitement and um, passion that people are having for the travel part of my show, which I thought may at first have been like a negative because when I was on this, one of these a Facebook group that was not a gluten-free group, um, they were saying, well, that's a really niche market. Do you think you'll be able to find people? And it turns out that these people, uh, the other people in the gluten-free community are really stoked that I'm doing one on travel because no one else is doing one on travel that I know. That's a podcast. So uh, got a lot of positive feedback, showed a bunch of people how to download podcasts on their phone, uh, got 12 subscribers that day and a bunch more the next day. So it was a really, really great experience. I would definitely recommend anybody with a podcast do this because it's really great to connect with your audience one-on-one. I think a few people were really impressed that like I was the person who was doing the podcast and I was there. And when I was actually doing the interviews with the two companies that were there, there was a lot of people that like walked over and were watching me interview these people. So it generated a lot of interest and excitement and enthusiasm for my podcast. So it was all over. I, I actually exceeded my expectations for what I was going to get out of that. And it was totally worth the $200, the money that I paid for it. Even though at this point I'm still funding my podcast out of my own teacher salary, it's definitely worth it. And I had a really great time reaching out to the community and getting to know people.
So I would definitely recommend it for any podcaster that was willing to try. I asked for a free booth first. Um, and I would love to share my email I sent out if anybody's interested in looking at my email and obviously putting their own words into it. So yeah, definitely try it. And that came in via Voxer. I have a Voxer account. I'll be honest with you. I don't check it super frequently, but, uh, Thank you so much, Aliquity, for sending that in. Again, her website, travelglutenfree.me. But wait, the story's not over. The other day I was checking my lips and stats and I had a whole bunch of downloads in one day. And I know some of them were subscribers, but it seemed like more than normal. And I went on my Instagram that night and I found out that one of the people I friended at the conference I went to, the gluten-free conference, put a picture of me and her on her Instagram and then took a picture of my episode four, which just got released that day and told everybody that they should listen to my podcast. And so 46 people for sure saw that. And I think that was the reason why I got such a huge spike. So connecting with people at conferences has been a huge gain for my podcast. And that was really exciting. So I hope you're having a good week. I look forward to your Saturday office hours. I have a list of stuff to ask you (laughs) all on my phone. So I will talk to you Saturday. So this shows you how those relationships that you make face-to-face with people at these events can lead to other things. And it also shows you that if you have one person share your stuff on, in this case, Instagram, and it gets you a bunch of downloads, what happens if you met a bunch of people that then shared it on Instagram? We're going to hear from Kale Nelson here in a bit. And I remember when he was getting thousands of downloads for this one episode because of one blog post. So all it takes, I always remind people, podcasting is a global audience, and all it takes is one person to mention you in an email. It takes one person to mention you from the stage, one person to mention you on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, and all of a sudden, those two people tell 10 people who tell another 10 people, and the next thing you know, your numbers are going up. But no, the story's not over with Illiquity. Check this out. She sent me another message. Okay, post-Voxer update. I just checked my email, and one of the people I interviewed at the My Gluten-Free World Expo, just emailed me. She said she had a lot of fun doing my podcast. It was the first time she's ever done anything. And then I had a very warm and natural personality, which is very nice compliment. And she also said she met with her local small business development center, and they suggested she create a live video webinar and would like me to be the host in this live video webinar, which is so awesome because then I can promote my podcast to all of the people who eat her food and she makes all gluten-free stuff. So hashtag score another one from the expo. This is just so exciting. I want to like jump up and dance, except I'm holding my iPhone. So there's another good outcome from the podcast, from that expo I went to last week. I just wanted to share that with you. Thank you so much for sharing this. I really do appreciate it. And if you're wondering what she was talking about office hours, when you're a member of the School of Podcasting twice a month, I get on for at least an hour and a half. In many cases, it's more like two to three hours because I just keep going till the questions are done. And it's basically group consulting. And we just go around. Do you have a question? Yep. Do you have a question? And we get them all answered. And a lot of times, the great thing about that is I'm not the only one with an answer. In some cases, it's great to get you know more than one answer from a group of people who all want the same thing, which is you to grow your audience. So if you're interested in this, check out number one, before we're talking about me, check out Illiquity over at travelglutenfree.me. That's travelglutenfree.me. If you know anybody that's gluten-free, check out her website. And if you're looking to start a podcast, 
Go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code listener, and that'll save on either a monthly or yearly subscription. Or if you want, you can buy just a single class. Like if you just want the Hindenburg class, you can do that too. Everything comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Hey, if your audience isn't super tech savvy and you're not sure that you can explain to them how to subscribe to your podcast, here's an easy way to do it. Hey, Siri. Subscribe to the school of podcasting.com. Just to confirm, would you like to subscribe to the podcast school of podcasting? Learn to plan, start, and grow your podcast by Dave Jackson, podcast consultant and coach? Yes. Okay, I've subscribed to you. So do that on a Facebook Live or just tell people to do that. And obviously you would want to, it'd be nice if you tell them to subscribe to the school of podcasting, but I think it would work better for you if you would have them subscribe to your show. I'm just thinking out loud here. I could be wrong on that. But uh, speaking of you, it's the last episode of the month and I always ask a question and you answer and we all learn together. And this month I had two. I had one was, do, are you planning on launching a new podcast? Because many times you do. Did you know that people like Grammar Girl, you know, Grammar Girl, you know, the podcaster who's been on Oprah. Grammar Girl is actually her second podcast. And then if we look at Loria Petrucci, who's done Geek Brief, Geek Life. Let's see, it was Geek Brief, Geek Life. And I think now she's on Geek's Life. She's done. She's changed her name. So a lot of times you may not hit pay dirt with your first podcast. And sometimes you might want to start a new one. You're going to hear from Kale Nelson And, uh, well, I'll talk about kale when we get to kale, but I want to say thank you to everyone who answered the question and, uh, it's great. And I'll, I'll explain also why did I answer? Cause I said, how did you get the sponsor? And we'll talk about that. We're going to talk a little bit about sponsorship today because I'm seeing shenanigans and, uh, I just wanted to get some data to back this up. So without further ado, let's get to the questions or let's get to the answers. I guess would be even better. Dave, your second, um, question are you planning to start a podcast yes i am and i think it will be june 22nd 2019 which will be on my 32nd birthday yikes i've um believe it or not i've actually lived past my age with cerebral palsy, you're only supposed to live until you're 30, depending on the severity of cerebral palsy. They give me a death limit of in between 30 years old and 70 years old. So I am thinking that I've lived past my first death limit. So that's why I'm going to start the... Cracked Pen podcast to go along with my book called The Cracked Pen. And it's going to be interviewing not everyone on the planet, interviewing journalists and interviewing authors. So we get a perspective of the news journalism, the fashion journalism, the everything else. And that the reason why I'm Starting it on June 22nd, 2019 is because I'll be done with my degree, so I hope. And so 
that would be a great graduation present. Yippee Skippy, another podcast as the audience grows. Ugh. Another thing on my to-do list. Now I have to use my knowledge and have to replace school with something. So why not it be another podcast? I mean, they want you to use your degree, don't they? So, um, and you're the teacher just like I am. So why don't we teach people about podcasting? And why don't we teach people about making better content? And so this is the way I'm going to do it. Thanks, Dave. Bye. Again, this is Win from Ask Win. Win, thank you so much. I have news for you. When you graduate, you might want to do a whole lot of nothing for about a month because it's a lot. I know when I graduated from college both times that last semester, just like, all right, I'm looking forward to doing a whole lot of nothing because you got that whole job search thing you got to do. But uh, hey, it's a twin spin with win. And that even rhymes. Hi, Dave. It's win again from Ask Win. And when I had a previous sponsor, they came from my fan base. They actually came from a fan that does not listen to my show, believe it or not. That didn't work out. I thought it would, but it didn't work out. It's easier for me, at least, to sell books on my podcast and talk about my work and be selfish than um, have a sponsor. So, no, it did not come from my media host. Thank you, Wynn. I'm still trying to figure out how you have a fan who doesn't listen to your show. That's just, I'm just thinking out loud here, but I appreciate that. And, uh, but it wasn't from your media host. And so we'll get to that. Speaking of, I mentioned, uh, Kale Nelson. Let's get over to Kale. Hey, Dave Jackson, Kale Nelson from Modern Christian Men Podcast. Got some answers for you. Number one, are you planning on starting a new show? If so, what is it? Yes, I am planning on starting multiple new shows. I'm finally getting around to launching SisterCast. That's with my two daughters, and it will be a little girl's show, if you will, a 10-year-old and a 6-year-old talking about being sisters. I, uh, From the little bit of work we've done on it uh, here to this point, there's been a lot of giggling, so you can imagine what to expect there. Uh, number two, we're going to be releasing my wife and I. Our podcast, ourpodcast.us, and it will be a marriage-minded podcast from a Christian perspective to discuss uh, our lives of 19 years together. And we've got an additional show coming up. We haven't really landed on the title yet, but there's a pending business launch that uh, my wife and I and another couple will be tackling pretty soon, and it will have a corresponding podcast. And finally, I think I'm going to write a book about communications and you know, I used to do the ham radio podcasting and I'm going to make a like a podcast to put on the internet to leave there and to evergreen not have to uh, I'm going to put it together and leave it alone it's not going to be a continual kind of a thing uh, number two question number two uh, sponsors yes I've had sponsors matter of fact uh, your listeners may re- may remember that years ago before I even started a podcast I did have a sponsor that was with me over three and a half years built a great relationship with them and probably sold a lot of equipment for them. That's how I got the first one. The second one was I was very consistent with my production. I released my show every two weeks on the same day of the week at the same time of that day and built a great audience finishing up with about 10,000 downloads a week. 
It was an amazing run of three and a half or so years. Uh, so I got the first one because I asked. And then I found someone that I did business with in that same industry. I trusted them, and I asked them. And then companies began calling me. Can we sponsor you? Can we be a part of what you're doing? And just like a good business person or I I guess you'd call it a good business person. I figured out which ones were legit and would do business with myself. And those were the ones that I invited into the fold. I I lost count. I think it was eight or nine, maybe 10 total different sponsors I had through my three and a half years of podcasting with that show. And it was, uh, it wasn't a huge moneymaker at all. Matter of fact, that's one of the reasons that I shut it down. But anyway, I did have sponsors, and some of the biggest names in the industry were sponsoring my podcast. So, you know, it's one thing to have the mom and pop, uh, but it was really cool to have the Ferrari as well. So that's my story, and you can learn more about me and what I'm doing nowadays at modernchristianmen.com. Dave, I appreciate you. Everything you do for us in the podcasting world. Thanks, man. God bless. ModernChristianMen.com, the one and only Kale Nelson. And you heard him right. He had a sponsor before he started his podcast because his podcast was about ham radio. And uh, what's interesting about that is he shut down a show that was making money, but he's getting paid in a much higher currency. And that is time with his daughters. Yeah, that's that's just where I'm, one of those times I'm like, you know what? And last time I talked to him, he was pretty happy about that. And he's, uh, if you notice, all of his podcasts, where his previous one was him doing a solo show, talking to his audience. Now he's doing multiple shows and he's talking to his family. I'm just saying, I think he made the right choice. Hi, Dave. This is Tim Bryan with KDOI Podcasting at KDOIPodcasting.com. Um, your question of uh, May 2018 is, uh, are we going to be starting a new podcast? Uh, and the answer for that is absolutely yes. I first met you uh, last year at DC PodFest. I was just uh, overcoming a uh, neck surgery, uh, cervical uh, fusion, and I didn't have much of a voice. But uh, meeting you and talking with you, um, uh, inspired me to continue on with KDY podcasting and finish out my first season. And we just started our second season on, uh, on May uh, the 5th. I'm Cinco de Mayo. Yay. Anyhow, yes, I'm going to be starting a new podcast. It's called Gray Heroes. It's going to be more of a radio drama type thing. And I'm going to be using the lessons learned in, K- in my first podcast to make the second podcast better. Uh, it's called Gray Heroes, and it's going to be uh, about... Uh, the anti-hero uh, kind of thing, uh, Ken Nordine mixed with Joe Frank, and you'll get the uh, gist of what I'm going to be doing with that. Uh, and it will be at greatheroes.com. I'm getting the website all squared away and getting everything in Lipson all squared away for that. And uh, we're going to be uh, pushing it out in September, and we're going to be doing a soft push in July at a arts festival here in Fredericksburg. Thanks for all you do, Dave, and have a great day. And remember, create more than you consume at KDY Podcasting. Tim, thank you so much. And I think it was because of the phone connection, but I know I am also guilty of this. When we say the name of our podcast, for because we know the name of our podcast, we speed up. He's saying K-D-O-I Podcasting. And when I first heard it, I thought he was saying KD Alive Podcasting. And I'm looking it up. I'm like, I cannot find this guy's website anywhere. And uh, I think that's because of the phone. But uh, it's kdoipodcasting.com. Thank you so much. Hey, Dave. It's Luke from the Triangle Tactical Podcast, where I talk about all things competitive shooting. 
So I have two advertisers on my podcast. One of them has been with me for, it's going to be three years here real soon. And the other one has been with me for about, about six months now. And your question was, how did we get them, I guess? And, and did they come from our media host? So to answer the second one first, no, my media host is Lipson and they had absolutely nothing to do with me getting uh, the advertisers. So the first advertiser is, is a company that makes bullets specifically for competitive shooting. And I, I kind of got them just by reaching out and saying, Hey, do you want to advertise? And, and they said yes. And, and they've been with me ever since. And it's been really exciting and it's really awesome to have somebody who's kind of had my back all this time. Uh, the second one is actually a friend of mine who started a business relating to competitive shooting. And, and he actually reached out to me and was like, Hey man, like I kind of want to advertise on your podcast. And so, uh, it was a great fit. It, it actually works out really well. So I have, I have a company that makes bullets specifically for competitive shooting, which are a little bit different than bullets that you would use for hunting or, or anything else. And I have a company now that my buddy's company that makes ammunition again for competitive shooting, which is a bit different again than just kind of the regular off the wall stuff you'd buy anywhere else. So they're both really niched down companies into the competitive shooting world that I'm in. And that makes them a great fit. So no, my media host had nothing to do with it. I, I kind of got them by, by asking uh, with the first company. And the second one kind of came to me and my buddy just said, Hey man, I kind of want to advertise on your show. So anyways, Dave, I appreciate uh, everything you do with uh, school of podcasting, man. And uh, that's all I got. Carry on. Thank you, Luke. Again, I'll have everybody's website listed out at school of podcasting.com slash six, two, zero. But here again, he kind of used the Kale Nelson approach was he asked somebody started his podcast and then another company heard him and said, Hey, can I sponsor that show too? But step one, you have to start the podcast. Just let's point that out first. Step one, you have to start. Hey Dave, it's Matt Rafferty from the author inside you podcast. My wife, Leah and I interview first time authors about writing, publishing and promoting their books. And you asked if we had a sponsor and actually we do. We've only been around for about a year and a half and we kept getting emails from an agent asking if we would put her clients, her authors that she was promoting on our podcast. So I wrote her an email and suggested that she could tell us which authors she would like to have on our show once a month. And we would promote her business with a 30 second commercial at the beginning and a 30 second live read at the end. And she went with it and we've been doing it ever since. So all you have to do is reach out. I figured it doesn't hurt to try. And on the first try, they said yes. So it is possible to get sponsors and it is possible to make a couple dollars on your podcast. Now, maybe someday we'll break even, but who knows? And if you're interested in finding our podcast, you can find it at theauthorinsideyou.com. And if anybody has any ideas for first time authors, that would be a good interview on our podcast. Send them our way. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Matt. Matt has also been to the Northeast Ohio Podcasters Meetup. You can find that at neohiopodcasters.com. Hey, Dave. This is Hilda Labradagor. I am known as Holistic Hilda. My show is Wise Traditions. It's the podcast that I host and produce on behalf of the Weston A. Price Foundation. It's all about ancestral health. Folks can find it at the website westonaprice.org. I want to answer both of the questions that you posed this month. Am I interested in starting a new show? 
Of course, I have so many ideas. And I suspect that this is true of many podcasters. We become kind of potaholics. So anyway, the first one I want to act on is actually a Spanish show about wellness. I have it in the works. I'm collaborating with this alternative health doctor and we've recorded some episodes. There are two challenges that we're facing to pull this thing off. Number one, we actually need a Spanish speaking editor to help us out because both of us only have so much time to commit to this. So we need somebody to help us edit who knows Spanish so that they don't edit out the wrong words (laughs) or stammers or stumbles. And we're actually saying something important. Um, And the other thing is just what I said, we have limited bandwidth. We are already spending so much time on our own shows. My friend Guillermo has his, I have wise traditions that it's hard to find the time to manage this, but I hope we pull it off and we pull it off right when the timing is right sometime this year. The other question I want to answer is your question about sponsors. I have been working so hard to find sponsors for this wise traditions show. And it's kind of funny because the show has thousands and thousands of listens every month. So I thought it would be a piece of cake. No, Dietary pun intended because we're all about real food. But anyway, I digress. The main thing I'm trying to say is I thought because this group has a quarterly journal that they put out that has ads in the back that I could just contact these people and say, hey, get on our podcast. Well, it hasn't been as easy as I thought because... These folks are a little bit old school. It is an ancestral health group after all. And so they are just really happy with their journal. But what they don't realize is people read the journal. They don't always go to the back section to see their ad. There's no guarantee people are going to see their ad. Whereas in the podcast, I know at least when I'm listening to podcasts, I don't always hit the skip button. I just listen to ads sometimes out of curiosity to see how the host pulls it off. But also just sometimes because I'm busy and my hands are washing dishes or something. So it's more likely that a listener will hear an ad on a podcast and they'll find one in a paper journal. That is my two cents. But anyway, so I've been calling people and contacting them and I've been getting sponsors, but it's a lot of work. So your last podcast made me think about how maybe I'm overworking in this regard. I actually do have Libsyn as my media host. So I recently clicked on something to let them know that I'm happy for them to find me some sponsors. So I'm kind of excited about doing this a little bit differently. So I'll just wrap it up now by saying thank you, thank you, thank you for putting on your show because even though I'm quote unquote a veteran podcaster now because I've been at this for more than two years, which is kind of like a granddaddy in these circles. But anyway, um, even though I've been at it for a little while, I still learn something every time. And I love the guests that you have. I love your sincerity. I just love the way you do it. So thank you for putting it out there week after week. Keep getting it right, Dave. I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Hilda. Hilda, I always will remember Hilda from DC PodFest. I met her there. She's just awesome. She's been on the Podcasters Roundtable. And yeah, if you reach out to Rob Walsh, rob at libson.com. Libson is L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. I believe the last time I heard him talk about this, You need 5,000 downloads per episode, but that depends depending on how niche your show is. But I think that's the the general cutoff line. And Libsyn, again, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. You've heard a couple people use them as media hosts in this episode. Get a free month at Libsyn. Use the coupon code SOPFREE, and that will get you a free month. And as you listen to this, it's May 26th. Can I tell you something? Wait till June to sign up. If you sign up on, say, like June 2nd, you'll get all of June free and July. It's pretty cool. So that's the best time to sign up is at the beginning of the month because you get the current month free and then you get a full month, which is be the next month. When you sign up at Libsyn, again, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com, use the coupon code SOP free. And so to answer my own question here, do I plan on starting a new podcast? No, I've already got one that I just launched the history of six shooter season two will be coming out very soon. 
but I actually plan on maybe shutting one down. I've got one that's kind of on the shopping block. Not this one, nothing podcasting related. But if you're looking for sponsorship, check out my buddy Jessica Kupferman. She now works at truenativemedia.com. This is where Danny Osmond, I had Emerald City Productions as a uh, sponsor here. I had Podcast Movement as a sponsor here. Those all came through truenativemedia.com. This month's sponsor, which is Podcast uh, Singular, guests.com. So podcastguest.com slash SOP, of course. Uh, they approached me, and I've got other sponsors that I may be approaching that have approached me in the past. So originally, I wasn't going to do any sponsors in this show, but I'm working on a new version of the book, More Podcast Money, which you can find over at morepodcastmoney.com. And I just wanted a little more real life uh, examples to talk about. And sometimes it's easy, like we heard Kale Nelson talk about, and we heard different people who, with very niche podcasts with the the special bullets and things like that. And then we heard Hilda, where sometimes it's like, ah, I'm pulling teeth with these people. So depending on your podcast and things like that, it might be a bit of a struggle or it might be much easier than you think. But I wanted to point out the whole thing that almost, in fact, everybody said, no, it didn't come from my media host because I see people choosing media hosts because every media host now, and there, I just ran into like two or three brand new ones. And the one was like in beta and right on the front, it's like, we can get you advertisers. And I'm like, everybody's saying that, but we just had a couple thousand people uh, granted, we had a handful reply here, but nobody said, hey, I got a sponsor from my, you know, I know there are, are I know people like Jim Harold. I know a couple different people that have had sponsors from their media hosts. But the thing is, I believe the cutoff line at Libsyn, and I can only speak to, to Libsyn because I listen to the feed. I believe it's 5,000 downloads per episode is if you're going to get a Casper mattress, Harry's uh, shaving stuff, things like that. Uh, I think you need that. But if you have any questions on that, email Rob Walsh, the VP of Podcaster Relations, rob at libson.com. But I believe that's the cutoff. And so you have these people now saying, well, you can make money. We we get advertisers for you. So I signed up for one whose name will be withheld here. I'm, I, I'm not positive I'm allowed to disclose this. And so I'm going to keep the names out of it. But when you hear people talk about dynamic ad insertion, I know in the past... I was using a system and I was getting 0.0002 2 cents per download. Well, I just tried this new one and I had uh, 1,824 impressions. And I'll play you what these sound like here in a second. So $1,824, uh, or I'm sorry, impressions. So that's downloads, basically. I earned... $2.80. So let's take $2.80 and divide it by 1,824 to find out what it is per download. And that is 0.00153. So now if we want to know, people talk about this thing, CPM, and it stands for cost per thousand downloads. So that's the price per one download to find out what it is per thousand downloads. I now multiply that by 1000 and when i do i'm finding out i'm making a dollar 54 if we round up per thousand downloads a dollar 54 per thousand downloads now if you talk to other people and agencies and such you're getting somewhere 
between 20 and $40 per thousand downloads, which is about, oh, I don't know, 20 to 40 times more than, than this. So when you hear things like Acast and all these other ones are like, oh, yeah, and, and this is how they sell it. When you do an advertisement and it goes out, let's like, like let's figure, let's just use podcast guests. Right. That's it. That's baked into this episode. That's never going away. And that's how I sell it. I can say, look, you're going to get a couple thousand in the first month. And then after that, it still gets downloaded. People download my back catalog. In fact, a good at least 50 percent of my downloads, because I have so much, I have such a large back catalog that that's how I sell that to my sponsor. I'm like, look, this is going to continue to get downloaded for years. And so the people that do ad insertion go, look. You're not getting paid for that ad anymore. You want ad inserted. And now we can put in a new ad and you'll get, you'll continue to get revenue, but it's a dollar 53 per thousand downloads. And to that, uh, in the immortal words of my grandma, I say poppycock. Uh, no. So I understand that, you know, if you, if I had all 620 episodes with dynamic ads, it might add up, but just to me, this is just my opinion. I don't want to go through the hassle of of this and the fact that they don't really match my audience. And for that, uh, this is from a podcast I used to do called Weekly Web Tools. It's for people that are designing their own website. And uh, this is the ad that plays at the beginning of the show. I've had a storm plane in USA. was awesome with that. I mean, it was flawless from the moment I called them to getting that just out there to getting it approved. See how much you could save with USAA. Member pay for their participation. Today on episode number 364 of Weekly Web Tools. What? And then at the end of the show, once the show is over, there's a post roll. I have this on the beginning and the end of the episode. USAA goes above and beyond. I was hit by a tire in the front end of my car and did a substantial amount of damage. I could not believe how fast everything was taken care of. USAA was amazing. See how much you could save with USAA. Members paid for their participation. Now, I can't comment on the fact that that ad doesn't really fit the podcast because I have it set to give me whatever ad you have. I could go in and say, only give me technology ads and things like that. I was more interested in like, what is the price per download. And again, that price is 0.00153. The last time I tried this, it was 0.002. Maybe I I was saying three zeros before. I think it was. So this is better than the last time I did this, but it's still horrendous. And so it's, you're looking at, like I said, it's a dollar 50 per thousand downloads. And I understand that a dollar 50 once you, you know, if you have a, a podcast that's getting 150 downloads, well, okay, that is time. Let's do the math on that. That means you're getting 23 cents, 23 cents per episode. Is it worth subjecting your audience to that ad for 23 cents? Well, now they heard it twice, so that would be 46 cents. So be careful choosing because some of these new media hosts are brand new. I had somebody, it was something like muddy bottom or muddy bunny or something like it was some weird name. And I asked the person like, why are you using them as your media host? And I went over and I saw it was free again. You know how much I love free media hosting and they were going to get you a sponsor. 
And the sponsor was them, which I thought was interesting. And he said, yeah, my friend started this up and I get, you know, loyal friends, but I'm like, this is your media host is kind of like your basement. This is what you build your podcast on. And I'm just here to say, and I know there's some of you going, Oh, Dave's just doing this because he works for Libsyn. And let me remind you that I was a Libsyn customer for 10 years before I was a Libsyn employee. And so, and I've got other people I recommend go over to podcastmediahosting.com. You can see my review of that, but I just want to warn people that are thinking, let's say you're on Blueberry and you're like, Oh, I'm going to go get ads at, you know, Jim's media host or, you know, Fred's house of hosting because they're going to inject ads in my, I'm like, ugh. just realize that you're not going to, you, know, you might get enough for a stick of gum depending on how many downloads you have. Now, again, there's potential there, but are you going to go through all the hassle of moving your feed? And if you've, when, when you, when we talk about moving a feed, that is something you really want to make sure you know what you're doing. You can really shoot yourself in the foot. So I wanted to, uh, to leave with that. That's something, a little experiment that I've been playing with. And speaking of an experiment, I'm going to be talking about, he said, grabbing the box. In the next episode, the PR77D, this is a microphone that I just got to try from Heil, and I was going to talk about it in this episode, but we're at 45 minutes, and that gives me a chance to uh, tease what we'll be talking about in the next episode. And if you missed last week's episode, I did an interview with Harry Duran from podcastjunkies.com, and we got a lot of nice feedback on that out at, uh, in Facebook, so thanks to everyone who listened to that and who shared that. And for the question of the month, I'm going with a question that a lot of people ask me. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to put on your listener hat, not your podcaster hat, your listener hat. And I want to talk about show notes. When you, A, do you look at show notes ever? And if you do, what do you think is good show notes? What cheeses you off about show notes? If somebody doesn't do what you want, what are you looking for in show notes if you do look at them? So number one, do you look at show notes? Number two, what are you looking for when you see them? And then anything else you want to throw in about show notes? I get this question a lot and I would love to ask a bunch of podcast listeners. So I'm, I'm tying into us being podcast listeners here and I would love your feedback on that. Now, I, this will be the last episode in June. So I'm going to need these. The last episode will be Monday, June 25th. So I will need these by Friday, June 22nd. You can get all my contact information over at schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. If you're going to email me, it's just Dave at schoolofpodcasting.com. Don't forget to say a little bit about your podcast, where we can find it. And just in the title of that email, put June question of the month. And again, the question is, if you look at show notes at all, and if so, what are you looking for in your show notes? And as I said at the beginning of the show, I've helped more podcasters plan, launch, grow, and troubleshoot their podcast than any other person on the planet. I would love to work with you. It's super easy. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me. If you want to do one-on-one consulting, schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me. If you're looking for me to review your podcast, schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me. If you want to sign up for a three-month mentorship, schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me. It's that easy. Schoolofpodcasting.com work with me. I would love to work with you and help you start a podcast that's going to impact your audience that grows so that if you want to, and we should probably have said this earlier, you don't have to get sponsorship 
for your podcast. If you just want to do it for fun, I'm doing a show about a band I was in in 1995. I'm having a blast. I don't expect to make a dime from this thing, but I'm having a blast. It's creative and it's fun and I'm making people laugh. I'm super fine spending $15 a month for that. You don't have to make any money with your podcast if you don't want to, but you still need to impact your audience. And that's where I can help you get going in the right direction. There are some really bad tutorials out there from about 2012. The game has changed since then. I stay up to date with everything and I'm dying to help you. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash work with me. I will see you very soon. Until then, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com. Changing the world, one download at a time.